0: Management is proud to present Daily Vet Life, a short podcast for equine and mixed animal veterinarians and their staffs that is focused on personal and business topics of importance during the COVID-19 pandemic. In this week's episodes, we will talk about veterinarian and vet student life during the COVID-19 pandemic with Dr. Margot McPherson. A former AAEP president, Dr. McPherson is a professor of large animal clinical sciences at the University of Florida College of Veterinary Medicine and a diplomate of the American College of Theriogenologists. Today's episode discusses tips for veterinarians who are hiring new graduates. Daily Vet Life is brought to you by Covetris, a global animal health company dedicated to empowering veterinary practices. We combine product services and technology into a single platform that connects our customers to the solutions and insights they need to grow. Welcome Dr. McPherson. Thanks
1: for having me Kim, I've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, this has been a great week of conversations with you about just different aspects of being a veterinarian and a vet student during this COVID-19 and some of the, the issues that have been faced. And today we're gonna to talk about we're talking to the veterinarians who are looking to hire these new graduates out of vet school. So you talked about in a previous episode this week that graduating vet students are good to go. Would you like to comment more on that?
1: Well, if I think about it logically, we have educated these graduating students for all but eight weeks of their lives for out of a four-year curriculum. And so they have the almost all of the The material that we had planned for them to have before COVID-19 hit. So I think that they are good to go. They have a lot of content. They have had an opportunity to practice a lot of skills. These final eight weeks for most of these graduating veterinary students were going to be sort of the icing on the cake. It would be the clerkships where they took special electives. For instance, we have a, a special elective large animal medicine clerkship where a group of eight students participate in activities that are specific to the fact that they're going to be doing large animal medicine. They might pass an endoscope, which they may not have done before, or they might get to do more ultrasound. So it it really is, these last weeks are really just the extra things that that help give them the confidence to make that leap from being a student to a, a new veterinarian.
0: So what would you what tips maybe would you give to employers, to veterinarians and vet practices who are going to be hiring these new graduates to kind of be proactive in talking to them about some of these things?
1: You know, actually I think this applies probably to all graduating class classes and and veterinarians who are high, hiring those new graduates in that probably being proactive and inviting that new hire to the conversation of so I'm sure that you have some skills that you feel really confident about. Or are there some things that you feel less confident about? So are you how do you feel about passing nasogastric tubes? Or let that that new veterinarian say, I feel like I would like to learn how to do an abdominal synthesis better sure. or differently, or I'd like to learn your method. I think any way that um, Veterinarians in practice can, again, invite that new graduate into a conversation. It reduces some of the barriers, because these guys feel like they are supposed to come out with a certain skill set, yet they probably have some things they feel less comfortable with. And if it's, I'm the boss, and I say, well, so is there anything that you feel like you haven't gotten to try? And, and someone says, well, I've never done an endometrial biopsy, for instance then I would make it my point to go ahead and teach that person the skill. And I think that when the conversation comes as an invitation,
0: it probably feels less threatening to
1: that new veterinarian.
0: And that's a that's a great tip. And, you know, there's, there's a, a need for these young veterinarians to enter equine practice. So we need to be very welcoming and very open to helping these students become the best practitioners that they can, specifically since you love reproduction, what would be some of the things if some uh, student was going into a practice that focuses a lot on equine reproduction that you might suggest that the practitioners help the student maybe practice a little more in? Well, no doubt, most graduating students would or veterinarians
1: would not have had an opportunity to do as much help patient ultrasound as they probably would have liked. Finding those opportunities where you can mentor and tutor that person probably is a great thing to do um, in a very positive fashion and maybe in a repeatable fashion. So if there's breeding management on a mirror and and that young veterinarian can palpate, scan that mirror daily or every other day so they feel more confident. And I think, again, you know, other things would be just to ask those questions. Did you have an opportunity to do uterine culture? And what do you use for uterine cytology? I mean, those are the things that that our students would be doing in these last eight weeks, again, they come to me, or the colleagues on my team, with a bucket list. And they it's specifically the things that they haven't had a chance to do. And so we, we work through, we have a, a herd of teaching and blood donor donors that we're able to use for these things, and we work through those things so that they feel like, I can do this. I've done it once, or I've done it twice, I can do this. They just have a little bit of confidence going into it.
0: That's some great advice for uh, these these uh, practices that we'll be hiring in these much desired vet students who want to remain in equine practice. And we've had a great conversation this week about talking uh, on a lot of topics for veterinarians and vet students. Is there anything else that you would like to add um, from our discussions this week?
1: um i I guess the one thing i would just say is that you know one of the things that we hear from veterinarians about our graduates is maybe that they feel like they don't have the skills that that are needed and so forth and really it's a two-way dialogue Uh, they are growing veterinarians and the more that we can encourage and be patient with those new graduates as they cultivate those skills the better off we are you know we are committed the aap is committed to to keeping those vets that want to be an equine practice and equine practice and the more there's a culture of, of community within that practice and the more that new vet feels like they can rely on the people within the practice to support them, the better off we're going to be and the better, you know, the better that we will be able to maintain a vibrant profession.
0: Well, those are very positive notes to end on this entire week. And I've, I've enjoyed talking to you this week, Dr. McPherson.
1: Well, I have had a really nice time talking to you as well, Kim. And thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Daily Vet Life. And thank you to our sponsor, Covetris. Please rate, review, and subscribe to The Daily Vet Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Follow Echo Management on Facebook Or send us an email at kbrown at aimmedia.com. Daily Vet Life is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.